Hi guys! Um, just wanted to let you know that this week's episode is brought to you by Happy Land Cattle Sanctuary. They graciously allowed us to record on their property, so enjoy the pleasant ranch sounds in the background of this episode. Happy Land Cattle Sanctuary, where the cows come home. Alright, on with the episode! Hello and welcome to Teo Learns, the podcast where I learn things. I'm your host, Teo Tamashiro Harris, and I'm sitting here today in Ada, Oklahoma, with my aunt, Erin Venor, who is a wife, mother of two children, and has her master's in occupational therapy. Welcome to the podcast, Erin. Thanks so much. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> All right, so what are we going to learn about today? Well, I was thinking we could spend a little time talking about how to optimize your time and maybe meet some goals that you've been trying to work on with that. Oh, that sounds good. You know, during this time of lockdown and pandemic, I I don't know about the listeners out there, but I've definitely felt like um, I've just been procrastinating and not really <laughs> doing the things that I wanted to do or could have done in this time. Yeah, I know that's uh, been an issue for a lot of us. <laughs> Kind of lose your motivation when you're stuck inside all the time. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so what can you tell us about optimizing your time? Where do we start? Well, the best place to start is when you, you know, decide what your goal is. Mm. Goals are really important because then you know when you achieve something. Um, the best place to start is with a long-term goal, like a big picture. Like, um, I want to, I want to get in better shape, or I want to finish this project I'm working on or something like that. Okay. Do you have any advice on how to select a goal? I mean, I'm, usually that's like something that's on your to-do list or something you're really interested in. Um, for me, it was definitely, um, I wanted to get more exercise into my day lately. So um, I set myself a long-term goal. Like I want to um, have a routine of exercising this many times a week by in six months or something like that okay so it should be something with that has like a time frame and has um like a certain like achievable i guess yes so you want your goals to be measurable so you have a timeline so you know if you've met it in six months or whatever time frame you choose it could be shorter or longer something like that and um Kind of the long-term goal should be, you know, kind of broad like that. You know, another way to just get a gauge on how your time is balanced. A lot of people, um, well, it's, this is a kind of a screening or assessment that we use in occupational therapy. Sometimes you have a circle and you divide the circle into 24 hours, and you have, you know, one slice of the circle for each hour. Mm-hmm. You can write down the things that you're usually doing at each hour and you can divide those activities into categories like a category is leisure, a category is self-care, a category is work, um, a category is you know, sleeping and you can set a different color for each of those categories and color those activities based on what category they're in and you can see um, in your circle how much time you're spending doing what and you can say oh well I'm I'm really working a lot maybe I can spend a little time doing more of what's missing like maybe you're not doing much leisure or you're 
not dedicating any time to self-care or something like that and you can Maybe you're try watching to balance a bit your too time much netflix like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think a lot of most of us are guilty of that sometimes <laughs> that's definitely me <laughs> <laughs> but what if i knit while i'm watching netflix does that count as productive definitely i mean if you're working on something that even trying to get done while you're doing leisure that's just multitasking mm. So you're saying I'm a very productive person. Oh, <laughs> okay. So then, so you'd use this tool to like find what your current day looks like. And that way you can like adjust, see if you can adjust it to make it room for what you want to do. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. It's also motivating. Like you, you're seeing, wow, this is my typical day. I, so it's really unbalanced. Like I need to help you realize what you want to set a goal for. Like if you don't have a lot of leisure in your life you could try to figure out some things that interest you and take up a new hobby I mean I think leisure and hobbies are extremely important for your mental health your general happiness <laughs> feeling productive um, I mean I really like making things I like to knit and crochet I recently started woodworking more um, it just makes me feel really productive and happy um, so Finding things like that, I mean, you could take up a new sport, you know, the ukulele is really great. Things to help you build your leisure time and feel productive at the same time. Okay. And so, so this kind of like chart type thing would be balanced differently for different people. So some people might enjoy more work than other people and some people might need more leisure time than others is that right or is there like an ideal yeah, balance I mean, that everyone should shoot for i mean usually you would do this if you aren't feeling like your life is uh is where you want it to be mm. um i mean i know that there definitely are people that really enjoy working so they really don't want to change it they feel happy the way it is and that's fine um but i mean if people are feeling like like they, there's, they would like to make some kind of change, then they could use that to figure out what, what they could change. Right. For the average person, you do want to have it balanced. Like you just don't want to have 10 minutes of leisure a day, you know. Um, I don't think that there's like a rigid guideline of what it's supposed to be. Um, but those are different areas that most people should have. Have some time for leisure, have some time for self-care. You know, getting enough sleep is important. And, and productivity with work mm, okay so so you go and you pick your long-term goal something you want to accomplish six months from now or something like that what's the next step then you break that long-term goal into smaller goals so like your first goal could be like getting your area set up for mm. exercise getting your your piece of equipment, your accessories that go with it, like a place to sit your water bottle and just have everything ready, like your workout clothes, maybe getting your, your goal could be in, in two weeks, I'm going to have this set up ready. Okay. So I have a question about that. Um, sometimes I decide something like, I'm going to learn to play ukulele and I go out and I buy a ukulele and uh, spend a bunch of money getting all my equipment set up for my ukulele and then I never touch the ukulele. So do you recommend going and like buying, investing in the beginning or should you kind of maybe do something? How do you, how do you manage that? Well, I would suggest like 
really figuring out if this is something you're really interested in. Maybe you know someone you could borrow one from, try it mm. out, see if it's something you really want to do. You know, do some research on it, listen to ukulele music, watch some YouTube videos of someone teaching you how to play it, and maybe you'll be like, oh, wow, I really want to try this. Okay. So you take your long-term goal, you break it into short-term, um, and then what do you do? Well, you should have more than one short-term. So like one goal could be for setting up, another one could be for... I'm going to exercise, use this once a week for the next two weeks, and so you have somewhere to start from. And then once you meet that goal, you set it for, all right, I'm going to do it two times a week for the next two weeks. And you keep progressing it until you, you know, are or getting toward your long-term goal. You can keep expanding them as you go. Okay. Uh, what happens um, when you fail your goals? When you fail your goals, you start again. If this is something you you know you're still wanting to do, you just have to start again. I mean, if you go a month or six months or a year without exercising, that doesn't mean you can't just start again. Hmm. That's something that I have really uh, tried to apply to myself lately. You know, like with New Year's resolutions, you set yourself these resolutions at the beginning of the year that you really want to do, and then it's like March, and you're like, oh, I just I never did any of this yet. I haven't even started at all. Mm. And one thing that I, I've just tried to tell myself, just, just keep going. It doesn't mean that you can't still do it. Okay. Yeah, I think that's very relatable. I often <laughs> think that I'm going to do something and then don't start. And then I think, well, I haven't started yet, so I guess I just fail. <laughs> nope. If you don't want to fail that, it's not something that has to happen. All right. So how how can you keep yourself accountable to your goals? Do, is there anything that like you can do to make sure you achieve them? You can set yourself a reward. Say, if I meet this short-term goal, if I exercise once a week for the next two weeks, I'm going to make myself my favorite dessert. I'm going to, I don't know if it's in your budget, you could buy yourself a new pair of shoes, something like that. <laughs> Okay. What about for those of us with poor impulse controls who buy shoes anyways, whether we've achieved goals or not? Well, then maybe you should set yourself a financial goal. Mm. <laughs> okay. Good place to start. <laughs> Another way to keep yourself accountable is to tell people what you're doing. Um, mm. You know, lots of people that you know, and then maybe they'll ask you about it next time they talk to you and remind you, oh yeah, I need to get on that. Doesn't that get awkward pretty fast, though, when you tell everyone, well, oh, I'm exercising and they say oh how's the exercise going and you oh haven't done that in a few months well that's your motivation right there get back to it and then you're still doing it okay okay that's fair <laughs> um so how do you manage your time appropriately to be able to do these goals because i think for me and probably a lot of people out there procrastination is a big worry or not worry but yeah. issue these days i mean especially for myself i have two toddlers or you know young kids so i have very little time that's free in my day um one thing that you can ask yourself is when do i have the most energy i mean if exercise is your goal i mean maybe you're most energetic in the morning so you could try to do it then oh and i forgot to mention like in your goal when you say you want to exercise this amount of time you should set yourself like for this many minutes like mm. i'm gonna exercise once a week for you could start small, like 10 minutes or something like that. Um, so then you could 
say in the morning I have the most energy, so I'm going to exercise for 10 minutes. And if you can't do it all at one time, if you could exercise five minutes here, five minutes here, I mean, that's a very small goal. It's probably really easy. But I mean, in two weeks, I could get you started and then you can expand it. I'm gonna do 30 minutes a day. I could do 10, 10, and 10 if I'm a really busy person, or I could do it all in one shot when I do find that much time to actually do something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so how, how for you as a mother, when you have two people who depend on you and are crying or screaming or demanding your attention, how do you carve out that time? How do you find it? Well, my husband and I have worked out a system where in the evenings, if it's not raining, um, he takes them for a walk in the double stroller, which is his exercise, and that's when I hop on my exercise bike. And that's been working for us really well. Um, sometimes if, you know, it's a rainy few days, I will just hop on it while they're busy doing something for a few minutes and I just get it in that way. Um, I wear a smartwatch that counts my steps, so I mean, even if I can't um, ride my bike that day, I will just try to get in as many steps as I can. I'll take the kids for a walk around the block, I'll do a bunch of chores around the house, so I'm staying active. So, I mean, that's another way to get the energy to exercise is, you know, not not sit around a lot. Mm. Okay. And for people who, you know, they go to work early and then they work all day and by the time they get home, they just want to take off their pants and turn on Netflix. What, what can they do? Well, the best way to get more energy, I mean, is to get more activity. Um, for example, my husband, um, a lot of the time he'll go for a walk during lunch when he, you know, is at work. He'll eat really quick and then walk around his building a few times. You know, just Sounds try like to a get good way to get nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he eats afterward. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, and you know, like I said, at night he. Uh, I mean, that's the way my kids actually fall asleep. They fall asleep in the stroller. So I mean, that's a good motivation to go mm. for a walk. Um, so I mean, finding ways both to get your motivation to do it and if you just really make it part of your routine and if you honestly get started then you're gonna have more energy so I mean my advice would be just just start I mean start and then you'll get the ball rolling maybe it'll be easier than you think <laughs> okay so you start your project you make your short-term goals you're checking them off you get through and let's say you finish your long-term goal now next what now you make a new long-term goal you could either change up what you're doing. I mean, I mean, most for most people, exercising three times a week, if that is your routine now, that's probably good. I mean, you could just set a goal that you're going to exercise three times a week for the next six months. Keep yourself motivated and accountable to yourself and um, go from there. Or, I mean, you could, if there's something else you're wanting to add in, like that project you're trying to do, you could set a goal for that. And one other question related to the ongoing pandemic and lockdown, you know, I feel like a lot of us have had our routines heavily disrupted and now it makes it a bit difficult to like, to find a routine because every day is just at home <laughs> and you're not, you don't have the same times that you used to have. Um, so how, how can someone build in routine to their life in these times? Well, you could make yourself a routine. Um, I have a piece of paper posted on my house where I've written down, you know, like a loose routine, like 
kids and I wake up at this time. I mean, my son is like an alarm clock, so I really <laughs> get up at the same time every day. Um, so we eat breakfast around, you know, eight o'clock. We go for a walk around the block around nine o'clock. We, um, let's see, I think we have our lunchtime around noon and dinner is always at six. And I mean, the kids play kind of unstructured, but I mean, we do have a semblance of a routine going. So you could, you could post yourself a routine on the wall. You could set yourself an alarm in the morning so you could still, uh, make yourself feel productive. Mm. So if I'm understanding you right, then, you know, you don't necessarily have to have like a strict routine of from nine o'clock until 10 o'clock, I'm doing this. But as long as you are hitting certain notes throughout your day, then that can help you build a routine. Yeah, definitely. I mean, for some people, they really like that, like strict structured thing that helps them. I mean, for me personally, I like it a little looser. I mean, it's not the end of the world if we don't my daughter doesn't take her nap right at this time, you know, because, I mean, when we're home all day, honestly, it doesn't matter that much. But just having a, a loose idea of what you're going to be doing during the day is really helpful to help you get things done and be productive. Okay. Um, any other things that you needed to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Do I have any other ideas or advice? Oh yeah, I wanted to mention that another way to motivate yourself is you could make a little, I don't know, like a poster or bulletin board is what I'm trying to say, but like you could put pictures of the stuff that you're Like a vision board. Yeah, kind of like that, yeah. Like if you wanted to play the ukulele, you could put some ukuleles up there or something <laughs> like that. Or, you know, music that you want to play, print out some chords to songs that you want to learn, something like that, so you can see it a lot and keep yourself interested. Like a, a visual reminder of where you want to be in the future? Exactly, something like that, just anything that makes you excited about doing it. Hmm. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Erin. Yeah, no problem. I hope that, you know, I can set myself some goals. <laughs> I'll check back with you in a few months. You can see if I have achieved them or not. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hold you accountable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Um, a huge shout out to my guest, Aaron, who also did our intro outro music. Thanks, Aaron. If you wanted to get into contact with me for anything, you can email me at teotamashiroharris at gmail.com. Until next week. <laughs>